This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit walkwiththeking.org forward slash donate. Thank you for listening. All right, thank you very much. And hello again, dear radio friends. Nice to be back with you to share from the Word of God. Come with me to Mark chapter 4, and we go on with verse 33. With many such parables spoke he the word unto them as they were able to hear it. But without a parable spake he not unto them, and when they were alone he expounded all the things to his disciples. The one phrase there that I wanted to comment on was as they were able to hear it. God doesn't give you all of his blessed insights at once. I'm learning some things now that, uh, well, I just never dreamed about before. God takes his time with you, and he gives you lessons that you can stand. He said, as recorded in John, I have many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. God knows how much knowledge, how much insight, how much wisdom, how much experience, let's face it, which includes both joy and suffering. He knows how much you can take and profit by it. Small thought here. Those of you who have small children, give them time to develop normally in their awareness of God and of life. Don't push them too hard. A a little bit of encouragement and a, a little shove now and then is good. When I would weary of practicing two hours a day on my violin as a boy of seven, my father would come in and he'd say, that sounds great, boy, I'm betting on you. And he'd clap his hands and smile, that big smile, and go on off about his work. He was a janitor, and we lived in the place where he worked so he could keep his eye on his motherless boy. My sister, 10 years my senior, had taken over the job of keeping house and at the same time going to school and high school, a back-breaking assignment which she carried out nobly, bless her heart. But I was home, and... uh as I was practicing and getting tired of it and all of that, he would come in and, and encourage me. That sort of thing I look back upon with gratitude. But there there are today millions of, of uh, I don't know what to call them, pushy parents who are pushing the child uh, too fast. Uh, that's in my opinion, at least. And not giving the normal uh, development of thought and experience a chance. Jesus took time with his disciples and said, I am telling you this when you can take it. Which leads me then to realize that what comes my way is coming, you know, if it's an experience of joy or pain or suffering or happiness, whatever it is, or if it's an insight, if it's some revelation of God's truth to me from his word, what's coming to me is on time in God's schedule. He knows I can take it now. Now, put that into shoe leather for today, where you are and what you are and what you're experiencing and how you feel and what is happening to you in life. All of the package of human awareness and experience is coming because God says now he or she can take it. You're ready for it. Isn't that an interesting insight? Amy Carmichael tells in one of her books, of the uh, Indian refiner who, uh, squatting on his heels before a charcoal brazier, was refining some gold. 
and he would heat the the or the ore in this container until it melted and the slag would come to the top and he'd very carefully skim it off and lay it aside. And then he would allow it to cool and he'd put some kind of uh, of native preparation in it uh, and heat it up once again until the the metal was, was melted and bubbling and some more impurities would come to the top and he would skim them off and lay them aside. And uh, finally, he leaned back and said to nobody in particular, Amy Carmichael says, he said to nobody in particular, it's finished, and he smiled. And she went over and said, Saib, how do you know when it's finished? Oh, he said, I can see my face perfectly reflected in the molten ore. It's a beautiful illustration of how the Lord Jesus is looking for the reflection of his loveliness and glory in our own lives. We all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Your Savior looks for his reflection in your life. But then the refiner said something uh, that applies to what we're getting at here. I've been telling you that God waits until you can take it before he uh, uh, lets you have certain truth or certain experience. And so the refiner said, it couldn't stand the heat I gave it at the end when I began. But as it was becoming more refined, it could stand more heat. Well, I don't know scientifically if he was right, but that's what he said. And it certainly illustrates, doesn't it? It certainly illustrates the fact that uh, you and I need to let God take his time in working with us. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Walk in the light. Walk as children of light. It's a progression, isn't it? Step by step. There's an old Sunday school song that's gone out of vogue now. Nobody sings it anymore, but we used to sing it when I was a boy. How beautiful to walk in the steps of the Savior, walking in the light, stepping in the light. How beautiful to walk in the steps of the Savior, led in paths of light. Ah, yes. He gave them parables as they were able to understand it. Now, if you don't know the answer to some of the things God is doing in your life, just wait. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart, says the psalmist. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. And so if you'll just give God time with you, give him time. Give God time with other people. You know, there may be some people that don't know that you're as nice as you really are. (laughs) I've had letters from folk through the years, you know, that were critical or even abusive. And then you just give God time with folks. Keep on doing what you know to be the will of God, and by and by, he brings the situation around. That's happened to me several times. Give God time with people. Don't try to force the situation. Just keep sweet and keep serving the Lord and do your best. If If you've done something wrong, make it right. Don't be too... Uh, haughty to apologize and, and eat some humble pie. But if you're doing the best you can and you know you're in the will of God and there still are situations that you can't work out and you can't control, give God time. He isn't in a hurry. And his timing is perfect. Jesus waited several days before he went to Bethany after hearing that Lazarus was ill. 
waited long enough for Lazarus to die and to be buried, and by the time our Savior got there, he had been in the grave for several days. He waited because he had in mind not a healing but a resurrection. See, what God has in mind is different oftentimes from the horizon that I have, and my viewpoint is entirely uh, apart oftentimes from his. My thoughts, he said, are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so are my thoughts higher than your thoughts and my ways than your ways. So we need to give God time to work out his plans in our lives, don't we? Would you try that today? In some of the areas where you're so discouraged or frustrated or upset or irritated or all of the above, give God time. He's going to give you what you can stand, both of joy as well as testing, because he's in the business of building your life for his glory. All right, verse 35. We'll just get into the next passage here a bit, and then we'll have to take up of the next time we get together. The same day when evening was come, he said, let's pass over to the other side. That's the other side of the Sea of Galilee. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there, oh, by the way, remember, whatever you do for the Lord, you have an influence on other people that are sailing near you. You don't sail alone through life. Will you remember that? The decisions you make, beloved, the attitudes you maintain, the stance that you have toward the world and toward God's people as well, the lifestyle that you maintain, the standards by which you live. As you go on through the sea of life, you have an effect upon other people, other little ships. Have you given any thought lately to what the people in the other ships are saying and thinking about you. Something to think about, isn't it? Other little ships uh, with him. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. That's an awful feeling. Have you ever been in rough water in a small boat and it it was in danger of, of sinking? I tell you, that upsets you. You learn how to bail under circumstances like that, believe me. It says, he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they woke him and said, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? They feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Well, there's any number of thoughts there that you and I want to take up. Uh, but uh, let me just, just telegraph one or two. Changes in situation need to be at the direction of your Savior. He said to the disciples, Let's go over to the other side of the Lake of Galilee. Changes in your situation need to be at his direction. Never follow your own impulse to quit or to strike back or to get even. The changes in situation need to be at his direction. Pray your way through the day and for every turning of life's road, every decision, every reaction, pray before you answer the phone. You don't know who's at the other end of the wire. Pray 
before you open a letter. You don't know what's inside, a check or a bill or whatever. Pray before you sign a contract. God has already read the fine print. The large print giveth, the fine print taketh away. You know. Pray before you hire a person. God knows whether he or she is dependable or not. Pray before you make a management decision. Pray before you buy. Pray before you go on a trip. Pray before you go on a date. First pray, then plan. First pray, then decide. First pray, then act. Your actions and any change of situation needs to be at his behest. Will you remember that as you go on through the days? By letting the Lord Jesus give the orders. Let him be Lord, Lord of all. Dear Father, today may we walk under the orders of our blessed living Lord Jesus, and I ask this in his name. Amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.